May 21, 2019, it's a lot for Pedro Show.
footprints us in the oven on the lowest possible Shopping for your brother and sweet every single room. Make sure it's spotless. Your shoes are falling apart, and you don't see. Pedro Show. Uh, happy Tuesday. Uh, different kind of day, usually. Uh, I'm uh, not with Brother Matt. I'll see him Thursday day after tomorrow. But I'm in my pad and not man alone because through the wonders of those Estonian engineers with their Skype software, I got from, and I guess he's on tour and he's in Hamburg, Germany now, Howie Reed. Yeah. Hello. Because, Howie, you've been living uh, lately in Glasgow, right? Yeah, although I'm of no fixed abode for the next six months while I tour. Okay. Yeah. When I first met you, I know you you didn't grow up in Glasgow, but uh, you've you've been there as long as I know you. And, in fact, we had a bitching gig together under the, uh, what's that, the Cow cow Bridge? Oh, yeah, yeah, the the Cow Gate. Cow Gate, not Bridge. Cow Gate. And there there was a a plaque of... uh, John Connolly, John Connolly, and uh, God, what was the name of that place? Uh, Pete, Peeping Tom. Uh, uh, no, no, it, it was James Sneaky Connolly. Pete. It Sneaky was, Pete. Sneaky Pete. Yeah, Sneaky Pete. Yeah, Peeping it was a lovely game. Peeping Tom was some kind of weird movie. Yeah, another one. <laughs> Very disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and and that, that place ain't it's just a little place, Edinburgh, and. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, did you play with me at, at uh, Mono in, in Glasgow? No, I played with you in stereo. That's right, it was stereo downstairs in the basement. And I played with you twice at Sneaky Pete's with Cousin. Well, yeah, but that was Edinburgh. I'm talking about in the town you lived in. Yeah. yeah. It was it was, it was was stereo. That I was, I'm trying to think. Yeah. 
Because I yeah. did two gigs at Mono, and yeah, not the best sound, but great people there. Yeah, yeah, um, I remember those. Yeah, and, and Mono reminds me of that other pad too, uh, Stereo. <laughs> They're owned by the same person. Yeah, <laughs> hence the names. And it is, they are like kind of bigger brothers than uh, Nice and Sleazy. They're all basement pads. Yeah, they've all got a good spirit as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Oh, uh, all um, those yeah, gigs that I had there. He's got five places, that man, Craig. He's a great man. And what I should, uh, well, I think the next time I'm in town is with Flipper in August with uh, CAA again. Yeah, CCA. No, not CCA. Yeah. CAA is a, uh, uh, a booking agency, <laughs> talent agency over here, yeah. right? So CCA is a great, uh, I think that the town, Glasgow, actually runs this place in incredible sound and just really interesting place. It's an arts place. Yeah, it is. And it was it was closed for a few months because there was a big fire at the art school, but they've reopened and, uh, yeah, it needs as much support as it can get. It's, good, uh, good. Things aren't easy in Glasgow in that way because of the fire. Oh, man. Yeah, Fire is yeah. The thing. Look, I should say what we started the show off: John Coltrane doing "Compassion," and then you from your new record, "A Middle Child." Now, now, yeah, okay. but I want to ask you: Is your earliest uh, musical recollection? Uh, okay. Well, I had a cassette recorder, and I, I, would, I would tape "Top of the Pops." I remember thinking, um, "You're talking about TV best. show." Yeah, the TV show. You know, when I was. Whoa, no, me, me and Dibun used to do this. We used to use a cassette machine right in front of the fucking TV and just yeah, turn it exactly on. Yeah, that's what I was doing. And uh, you'd, every now and then, I remember Moody Blue by Elvis was on, and I was kind of going. <laughs> there was a of lot of there was a lot of hum. I'll tell you, uh, it, with the big shows over here was uh, ABC had something called In Concert, and I think uh -huh. NBC Midnight Special, and uh, somebody else had Don Kirshner's Rock Concert, which were actually done at the Long Beach Auditorium where I saw T Rex. Before they tore it down, it's the Long Beach Opera House now. But uh, there was a there was a glass, you could say Weijin, glass Weijin. Yeah, uh, yeah. His name was Alex Harvey. He had a band called the Sensational Alex course, Harvey yeah. Band, and I saw him and taped him on the TV. So much hum, you know, when you're just taping it off. <laughs> but I used him. Yeah, I, I had work and jobs that were very, really late, and I would let this stuff play. So yeah. your earliest memories of music is you actually taping TV. And where was this? Yeah, uh, mid seventies. Uh, I remember knowing me, knowing you. Uh, no, you know, no, I where, where? The, the, the other song I like the best. So uh, a lot of feeling that one. No, Howie, yeah. Howie, I'm asking you where. Oh, oh in my in my mom, in my family home, my parents' house in front of the TV. Yeah, yeah, but where I, is that, Howie? Oh, that was Bolton near Manchester, about twelve miles from Manchester. Okay. It, yeah. Well, which way? 12 miles northwest. Okay. Because if it was <laughs> yeah. south, it'd be in between Manchester and Liverpool. Uh, west, yeah. West. That's why I asked that. Because those towns are pretty close. Yep. Yeah, they're close enough. So you're um, you're, you're a Manicution? Or? Well, well I, I, I really love Liverpool as a city. You know, it's socialist background and... Um, yeah, I mean, there, I there, there, there's some there's some heavy stuff with Man Manchester history too, especially that place where the Sex Pistols and Bobby Dylan played. Right, there was a big massacre of uh, people, uh, protesters. Yeah, the, the, the Peterloo massacre. That's, that's right, it, yeah. Peterloo. I remember seeing the plaque on the building. 
They're everywhere. There was one in St. Uh, George Square in, in Glasgow, and there's one in St. George's Hall in Liverpool. Yeah, all these. So all they these were all over of, the place. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Winston Churchill's to blame. Yeah. Often. Well, yeah. you know, the Chumbawamba guys, this lead band. They told me there's a whole tradition of English uh, rebel songs going way, way mm-hmm. back. In fact, there was a guy named Tyler Watt that led some kind of peasant revolt in the 1300s. And way yeah, more yeah, sad, yeah. Well, way Tyler, more sad. that's right, yeah. Because Watt used to be a short version of Walter, I heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah, strange that's, that's about that. probably his origin, yeah. yeah. So, there's a punk band called Watt Tyler. Well, yeah, that, it was terrible how he was killed. You know, the king went out, I think it was Richard II. And there's a whole, there's a whole drama about that that whole trip. It's kind of interesting. P- uh, listeners, you should read up on this. Uh, Howie, in in, the, in your yeah. parents' pad, where you're where you're doing the cassette thing, were they were they any of them uh, players? Did they do music? No, none at all. Well, what about listeners? Yeah. Did they have record collections? Uh, my dad mainly. He would have controlled the thing. He he was into you know Deep Purple, Black Sabbath, Tangerine Dream. Sure. Um, Focused. <laughs> you're right. Those kind of bands. Right. He, you know. Last band uh, Trevor Bolden played in. Okay, right. Had yeah. A lot of big influence on me. Okay, okay, okay. So he had some, uh, yeah, kind of my period. <laughs> 70, yeah, yeah. 70s rock. Okay, uh, so uh, what about at school? Were you in the band? Did you. Uh, uh, no, I, I, got a, I got a bass for my, my birthday's New Year's Eve, so it's close to Christmas. I got a. Fender Precision Special Bass in 1983 when I turned 18, uh, and I still have it. I still have it. I don't, well, I, what I, about I earlier than that, though, Howie? Did you, did you no, didn't do I, music I didn't in school? Anything. You weren't in the choir or uh, no, school I had no band or anything? Nothing oh, like okay, that. Okay, what, I mean, what, what about your own records? Uh, what was the first record you bought yourself? It was a toss-up between there's two that come to mind, Wuthering Heights by Kate Bush or Can't Stand Losing You by The Police. It was one of the two. Yeah, I think it was Kate Bush. And what was the first gig yeah. you went and saw, Howie? Wow. Well, I, I went. I had to go early because I was only 14, but um, I went to see Atletico Spiz 80 in Manchester. You know, where's Captain Kirk? That band. Yeah, Spiz Oil. Yes, yeah, Spiz Oil was uh, with the incarnation before that and Spiz Energy. But... Um, I had to. I right, had to right. It's the same guy. Time. They kind of had like jokey songs. Yeah, there was there there was some bands that did like there were Zillows, but they're also the Revillos. <laughs> yeah, Spitz used to change his name every year. Well, yeah, and, I, but I had that seven, or it probably still does. Where's Captain Kirk? Yeah, that that blew me away when I first heard it. That that was a, a change into like more obscure stuff. I was. Uh, Where did you see him play? Uh, Rafters in Manchester in 1980. Okay. Um, yeah, I had to leave early because I was 14 and I was told I had to go home. But I, I saw them sound check and I saw the support band, which was Altered Images. Uh, Altered Images? Was the keyboardist. Didn't yeah, Alter, had, uh, Alter Images have a little uh, young woman singer, right? Yeah, Clegg Rogan, yeah. But it was in their really punk days, in the early days, when they sounded quite a lot like Susie and the Banshees. Yeah, the, the way, I think the big hit for them over here was some wave thing called... Uh, Happy birthday, maybe, or some shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you you mean you don't you don't even touch an instrument till you're eighteen? No, no. Um but but I I kind of lived and breathed music, you know, from uh from being obsessive with Spears, I got into all these other bands. Um As a listener. Diaphragm, as a listener. Yeah. But you don't touch an instrument till you get a, a fender P 
which is pretty yeah. good, a pretty good base to start on. What made you? It, it, what, what made you ask your folks to get you that for Christmas or birthday or both? Both. Yeah. Well, it's a, re- a simple answer. I always knew the bass was my instrument, and um, like obviously in your documentary, you and D Boone, you're talking about you like your strings loose and tight. And I was the same. For the first bit, I was like, no, keep these strings this way. And obviously, they were terribly out of tune, but I wasn't for letting them be tuned for the, easily for the first time. Well, Howie, you got to understand, that was a mistake that me and D. Boone made. We didn't understand there was a correlation between the tension of the strings and the pitch. No, I was the same. I was we the used same. to do, yeah. uh, what uh, it was, was uh, the Creedence Clearwater Revival had a song called Down on the Corner. And we yeah. thought if you played that and it sounded right, you were in tune. We didn't, yep. know, but we didn't know your down on the corner had to be the same as the other guys down on the corner. I, I, I used to keep trying to play the baseline uh, Mongoloid by Devo, you know, on a really out of tune. Sure, bass, sure. So Je- I think uh, Jerry stuff like that. Jerry Casale. Yeah, I think he plays it all on one string. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, it's a good starting point, isn't it? Really, well, really yeah. Tuned. Well, yeah. also, if you stay on one string, Howie, it really don't matter if you're out of tune. What does with the rest of the band? <laughs> but I, I think I think I didn't play it like Diva, and I kept going on other strings, and it, it, it was a bit not a bit wonky. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, then I, then I, I realized. Harry, I want to play this. Uh, Eleanor flies.
is the snowdrift and the tits.
In my darkest hour, I review my life. Wouldn't change a thing, still wouldn't end up to write. Cherry blossoms bloom two months before their time. My life is linked to yours, your life flows through mine.
Isn't it interesting? If I'm full, I can't work this. It's a bad thing. Rub it with a cloth. Rub it with a cloth. But the cloth is on the floor. I can't reach it. Wait a few years, rising from the mercy, the souls of the departed clunk and creep. On your shoulders, more than I'd like there to be. For Pedro Show, yeah, we'll come to the surface, Howie Reeve. Before that, disuse into the wilderness uh, from Netherlands. Also from Netherlands, brand new King Champion sounds, Red Letter Day. Before that, from South London, uh, Nachspiel from Now. Now's had so many different versions. This is one cat, uh, and he's had a lot of revolving thing around him. A lady from Germany's been with him a lot. God, what's her name? My memory's so bad. And Maya had a, that out of the city. Magic happens. Uh, 
She's got a band called the Revolutionary Hell Yeah. And she's also got one uh, called the Evolutionary Chill Bro or some shit. And ahead of that was Lauren, one of us. Mike uh, Regnetta ahead of that with Puzzle Piece number two. Uh, before that, Chris Chappelle's Distortion Pedal 48 or 9 to 10. I remember there was a Chicago song that was kind of like that. What was it? Uh, 25 or 6 to 4. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I remember every fucking junior high school band. <laughs> that and Hawaii 5 right? Ba 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 ba, you know. You know, because the horns, right? But when ska came in the 90s, I know all them high school kids were so glad because they could finally be in rock bands again. Uh, but that didn't last. Shit. Guided by voices ahead of that, Funky Minnows, Hi-Fi Club, brand new, out of Toulon, France, France with Fran, uh, from Connemara. Ahead of that was Sager Bitter Lemon with Posey Band, and they're out of Belgrade. We started all off with Eleonora flies. Eleonora, not Eleonora. And here's how he's got a, some background story to this. Yeah, some of it's that hard to explain, but the, the bit that's easy to explain is um, there's a falcon named after Princess Eleonora, and the migratory path is from Africa to the Mediterranean, places like Greece, but also Sardinia. And I've got a friend who monitors bird population, and he was at a cliff on the south of Sardinia where the bird was nesting. And it's also a place where, like, a lot of refugees uh, land, change their clothes. And uh, uh, the basic point was that um, the migratory path is the same, but um, the falcon is treated a lot better. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's an ingredient in the song. There's a lot of things, but that, that's why it's called Eleonora Flies. Well, you know, yeah. my ma's uh, grandpa came from, uh, one of the grandpas came from uh, Sicilia and... Uh, a lot of different people have lived there over the years. <laughs> I, mean, I fucking think the Normans had it for a while. And Moors and French and just all kinds of... Actually, the Greek word for Sicily, I think, is uh, Syracuse. It was their most western part. Yeah, I think Archimedes like, hung, uh, was That's there right. for a while. Yeah. Big screw, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting about that... Uh, just like in Pedro here in 1923, the Klan marched on the Wobblies. You know, some of these things, they never go away. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, May 21, 2019, edition of the Pedro Show. Special guest, hi, Reeve, hold tight for hour two. May 21, 2019, it's the second hour of the Watford Pedro Show. It, it seems, 
seems to me that it seems to me that someone it seems to me that someone is it seems to me that someone is talking and and talking and talking about and talking about his and talking about his feelings or or about or about his or about his ideas or about his ideas of or about his ideas of relationships but but when but when I but when I hear but when I hear traffic but when I hear traffic dear But when I hear traffic, the sound But when I hear traffic, the sound of But when I hear traffic, the sound of traffic Here, here on Here on 6th Here on 6th Avenue Here on 6th Avenue for Here on 6th Avenue for instance I don't, I don't have, I don't have the, I don't have the feeling, I don't have the feeling that, I don't have the feeling that anyone, I don't have the feeling that anyone is, I don't have the feeling that anyone is talking, I, I have, I have the, I have the feeling, I have the feeling that, I have the feeling that, I have the feeling that a sound, I have the feeling that a sound is, I have the feeling that a sound is acting, and, and I, and I love, and I love the, and I love the activity, and I love the activity of, and I love the activity of sound. Yeah. <laughs> 
Watch for Pedro Show. Start the second hour off with Howie Reeve doing one out here. And uh, Joe Bison with Jason Kahn, which was uh, one of the drummers of uh, Joe Bison's Universal Congress of, but during the Europe tour, Joe Bison lost, I think, a sax man, a bass player, and a drummer to German ladies. Uh, no one got hurt. I mean, uh, they married and then they lived there. <laughs> they moved there. Well, that, J Jason Kahn's reunited with Joe Bison. They're playing some gigs right now. I know they're going to be with Alex Cambry in uh, New Orleans with his stuff. Uh, so, but they're playing all over the place. Check them out. Uh, he, Joe Bison has got a record. It's it's two duos. It's a duo of duos, and uh, this uh, half of it's with Jason Kahn. That's with this other cat. We'll get to that. After that, Blood Quartet out of Barcelona with that Chemistry of Tears, Cavieras with Davino Maravilloso. What's uh, it's probably marvelous. <laughs> Divine, uh, the holy, the mar marvelous holiness. That's with the split with the uh, Adio Saludada. And then finally, Mini Beast out of uh, Providence, Rhode Island. That's Peter Prescott from the Mission of Burma with his own. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> you stored up Drano or what, Howie? <laughs> anyway, uh, that's Pete Getting with uh, Yoli, Yolimbo. And B E A U X with the French spelling. Very international show here. What from Peter Show? Back with Howie Reeve. Okay, so you get your bass on your Christmas or uh, New Year's Eve Christmas present. Mine's five yeah. days, so I know exactly what because uh, I'm December twenty. I know exactly what you mean about yeah, yeah. It's the same one holiday for everybody else. Gets two. Everybody else is stereo. Me, you, Howie, are mono. Yeah, I'm glad though because it meant I got a big present for my eighteenth. Yeah. <laughs> I always get yeah. Levi's. I have like fucking 500 pairs of Levi's that have never been worn. <laughs> my sister and my mom always give me fucking Levi's. I love them, you know. It's the only thing I wear. But... Yeah, okay, okay. So you get this bass, and you're man alone. And and, and you, you get some, like, Minutemen kind of trippy ideas of tuning. But, uh, like me and D-Boom, we tr uh, tried to learn songs off records. Did you try to do shit like that? No, I was bloody minded straight away, and and I, I didn't hear the Minutemen until '86, which I, I know is a really no, I, I know, I know that's only a coincidence, yeah. but yeah, but um, it was a parallel, um, a parallel yeah. universe. I understand that, but, but no, but, did but you start writing songs I, like, right first, away? When, when I first heard the punchline, I, I really related to your bass playing, Mike, and uh, loved the logic of it, and thought, oh yeah, yeah, it, it, I felt really at home with it, but. Yeah, I got into like discordant bands like the Diagram Brothers, Wall of Voodoo, um, Perubu, but a lot, a lot of the British bands that were. Um, yeah, but what I'm yeah. trying to uh, get at, Howie, is you learning yeah. the bass. Did you learn the bass by trying to copy other people's songs, or did you start songwriting right away? I started ba very basic songwriting right away. Yeah, That's I, great. I formed a trio with some. Childhood That's one friends. of the greatest fucking things about the movement that people did stuff like that. That's why Minutemen was so inspired by the Urinals. These guys yeah, just pick yeah. straws, straws or something. Well, who's going to play what? They just want to start a band or film <laughs> students. So, so, yeah, that, so how long, did, how, how long were you man alone? Did you try to play with other people? Yeah, I had two kind of adolescent friends, and uh, there was uh, two guitars, a bass, and a very, very basic drum machine. Uh, and we recorded a, a six-song cassette. What was the we band called, Ali? 
Oh, this is embarrassing. The solitary. <laughs> it, it never went. Wow, anywhere. it's not even it plural. Different. It's. I think it's yeah. very intelligent. The solitary. Yeah. Like only one. Yeah. yeah. Even though there was three of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was nice, and I remember and the you guy made a six-song cassette. Like anything else, so that was nice. Can you yeah. tell me about the first gig you did? First gig would have been in a band with the guitarist. That was in a band called Sedgwick, and we we played. Um, oh, was it the was, solitary? No, we never played a gig. We were just bedroom, bedroom uh, musicians. Like the Neon Boys, right? You know about yeah. that, right? They, this, Tom Verlaine did not want to do a gig until they got another guitar player. So when Dick Lloyd shows up, that's television. But Neon I Boys never... Okay. Yeah, there's some Neon Boy recordings, but mm. there's no gigs. A, a transition happened be between that and my next band, which was for... And I don't say this with any regret, for, but for two or three years in the mid-late 80s, I became a born-again Christian, and I joined a gospel band, or like a Christian band, and I would turn myself down really quiet because I didn't understand how you should play bass. So it was really like mainstream, you know, Christian, melodic rock, and just, just quietly you could hear me going... Well, what, about, like, what about the dudes in the band? Did they try to show you shit? Not too much, no. <laughs> I mean, eventually I sort of fitted in, but... Um, you I mean there was like no people. music director? A little, a little, but, mm, you know, <laughs> they'd be pissed off if they heard that. There was a lot uh, of slack, a lot of leeway. <laughs> I, I don't, I, yeah, I, I, there was, yeah. But, yeah, played in prisons, like Christian Rock in prisons and stuff like that. Uh, I don't regret it, but then I turned away from it, and I was always brought up on, um, st like, a real reference point would be, you know, Big Flame, the band from Manchester? No. Yeah, fantastic band. They're like 84 to 86, five singles, uh, really short songs, time-changey, lo-fi, uh, vicious trebly attack. Fantastic band. Wow, and, um, Big Flame. Big Flame, yeah. I'll, well, I'll I, send I, you I gotta, Yeah, search it out for me. How do you want to play Bloodlines? Okay. Because what you're talking about right now is kind of a bloodline. Yeah. A windmill through my hand a tractor tumbles down the stairs I guess from my pillow goldfish one at the fair jump out of the makeshift bowl Of the post, the very one destroyed by a removal van, mirage of the presenters, face and voice held tightly during a fever and revisiting. Crash back and forth. 
been. Thank you. 
Watch for Pedro Show Bloodlines. Uh, when I hear how he just enlightened me, the fact that ain't him seeing people, so don't be confused. If, you, if it sounds different from the way he's talking here, <laughs> Dave, what, what was your buddy's name? Who did it? It's Yoss. It's Jeve Sock, uh, the first singer of the X. Okay, yeah. Uh, he's on two of the songs on the album. GW Sock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For those people with the terrible Dutch speaking. He's incredibly G- creative cat, and he's, and he's out right now with King Champion Sounds. Yeah, and you played them, didn't you, on the show? Right, just now. right. right. The, I think it's AJ's band, but he's done a lot with him. Yeah, he's so humble, Yoss. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm inspired cat. by him. Beautiful cat, played with all kinds of people. Yeah. Uh, D- uh, D- uh, Damien Orado with uh, Survived by Her Husband. Sometimes You Don't Know You're Blessed by Dan Francia. In Honor by the Healers. And Every Time I Try by Spain. That's Josh Hayden, Petra's brother. We'll do a couple songs with him at the end of the month. Back to you, Howie. Uh, now, now, between the Christ, you leave the Christian band, and then where you go from there? Uh, I do a really complicated, time changey band with just uh, a childhood friend, and we got a drum machine that could do any beats whatsoever, you know, in weird time signatures. And we played a few gigs, and we started to um, play outside. We lived in Liverpool, but we started to play places like Glasgow. And um, I think my experiences in Glasgow in 1993 at Nice and Sleazy. Uh, caused me to move up there a few years later. Yeah, I've been in Glasgow since nineteen. And that's where, and that's where I discover you, right? Because of uh, how'd you join these guys? Well, um, do you know the band Dawson? Do you oh, know them from Dawson's Scotland? before that. Okay. Yeah, like you know, uh, like friends of Dogface Hermans and those sure, sort sure. of people. Well, struck up a strong friendship with all of them, but especially Joe, the guitarist. And I moved up to Glasgow, formed a brief band that only played one gig with Joe, but. That was me in Glasgow. I moved up the week that Princess Diana died, so um, there were a lot of flowers everywhere in Glasgow on that week. Yeah, I can date it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of autumn 97. Yeah, uh, but but I, I never looked back, really. You know, I played in a few bands in Glasgow, and then uh, 2012, just started to do it solo. No, 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 no. I want to talk about where I first <laughs> hear you. Yeah, again, T- sorry? Taddy Toes. Taddy Toes, yeah, that was the band that, that finished in January 2012. Um, yeah, but when did you join them? That was probably, we formed it about 2006. Okay, um, because I this think. is where I, I first hear of you. I can't yeah. remember the label, but you guys were part of a sample, sampler. And then they yeah. sent me a whole fucking record. Yeah, Pickled Egg. Pickled, Pickled Egg, egg that's right. Great label. <laughs> great, yeah. great label, man. All kinds. And, uh, but that, that, this is where I first hear you, is with this band. Mm. And mm. so how'd, how'd, you get, how'd you get in with them? Well, I remember like seeing. I was in a band before that. Um, that um, that was, you know, people's lives. People were moving away. That was starting to fold, and um, we all kind of picked each other. Like, like, like the singer's an incredible woman who lives in Glasgow, but she's originally from the Basque country. Uh, great drummer, and we, we started as a trio, and then um, we needed another thing, and we didn't get a guitarist. We got a, a violinist, a guy called Rafe, who. Um, He's a really beautiful man. He, he, he's, uh, he's a great violinist and um, like he's involved in a lot of social projects in Glasgow at the moment. There's a, like a music exchange for people who can't afford musical instruments. He's part of that. And sure. um, yeah, so, so it's a good, yeah, a good bunch of people. And uh, it's uh, the first time I played with people, not quite the first time, but we were fairly different musically. So th- that that was a kind of creative challenge in a good way, mostly. How it yeah. gets cosmopolitan. Yeah, it does. Okay, we're at the you end of the second of, hour. Yeah. May 21, 2019, Dishwap, Peter Show, special guest, 
Howie Reeve, hold tight for hour three. May 21, 2019, it's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro show.
Well, for Pedro Show, we started the third hour off with Alina and Elena, Howie Reeve, but that ain't Howie singing. That's G.W. Sock from uh, The X. Well, the first X. There's been... The X is as old as the Minuteman. I remember... They might be even a Ooh. couple months older than us. Yeah, I remember them being kind of contemporaries, of our, or we, we thought so. And then, uh, you know... Yeah, their first gig was 79 with the X. Okay, so they are a few months ago, uh, older than us. Uh-huh. Because, yeah, our first gig ain't until uh, the spring of 1980. I think it's mm-hmm. in March, February or March. can't remember. Actually, the first two gigs didn't have Georgie. You had a guy named Frank Tonchi on drums. Uh-huh. Then uh, uh-huh. the la- uh, last uh, edition's guest, Daniela Di Picciotto with Jericho. You know she can hear the trumpets at the beginning? And mm-hmm. uh, then uh, be- the show before that, Lisa Belladonna. With uh, Aragani of the Great Smoky Mountains. Uh, so, how you're saying that the Tidy Tales they they only last two uh, they go they have six year run? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we finished on a really nice note. Uh, we had a big gig, and what I think is our best song got filmed, and it wasn't on the album. And uh, I'm really glad that got documented. Yeah, good. And everyone's doing their own thing. But you, you know, know but you know, Howie. You, uh-huh. Since I've seen you play solo, you don't use a P bass. You use an acoustic guitar bass. I'm not talking I stand see, up yeah. people. I'm talking about the kind of like giant acoustic guitars. They're not stand up mm-hmm. looking like a big violin. Yeah. Uh, the one so I when got, did you make the switch, my... Howie? Really, when I became solo, I bought a fairly basic one um, to start off with. And then when I turned 50, I'm 53 now. Um, a whole bunch of friends clubbed together to get me a really good one, uh, kind of semi-luthier one from the Czech Republic, a Furk. And uh, I, I just, I love it for its expressive power. I really, really love that guitar. Um, I can get so much emotion out of it, you know. Compared to a solid body. It. Um, it's, 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 it's my instrument of choice these days. It resonates and it it's wooden. It's really, really obviously wooden. And uh, it's... Warmth and attack, you know, it's got both. Well, I wouldn't uh, say a Fender P is 100% wooden, but it's got a lot of wood. Yeah. <laughs> it's just because it, it's acoustic, you know, that's the difference. Yeah, of course, of yeah. course. It's got a resi- yeah, It's got yeah. a body. Actually, yeah. actually, you know, this guy did an experiment. He used backs and sides, paper mache. Most of the sound comes off what they call the soundboard, which is the front mm-hmm. board. Yeah. He did paper mache and had just as good a sound as some expensive... You know, mahogany, all this stuff. Most ninety nine percent is coming off that front piece of wood called the soundboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and so so you're playing a Czech one now, huh? Okay, so I'm I yeah, seeing you yeah. play a, a different one when we first were playing together. But uh, these these guys, you don't have to, you know, if you don't have an amp, it's okay. Although they're not yeah, that I'm loud. Just, I, I've just played some really small shows in Holland, like uh, four back to back. Yeah, and I quite often go through a DI and out through the PA, and th- that works. That works really nicely. I don't, I don't necessarily need an amp, no. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And I can play tiny, tiny, beautiful little places. Sure. Which you don't have to slap yeah. a big bunch of shit around, and it's for for uh, a man alone, it's probably really righteous. Uh, well, look, you know, got yeah, this, I'm you know, my already. You've always yeah, got more uh, struck me as somebody kind of pacifist. So this Lancers versus tanks is this, is this kind of war kind of shit? 
no, it's the me- it's a metaphor. That that that's a really great guy from a Chicago band playing guitar from Paper Mice. But um, nobody knows whether it actually happened. But you you know. Um, in World War One, that, that Poland allegedly uh, the Lancers went in against the tanks and didn't stand any chance. But uh, oh, you mean debatable. World War Two? Maybe World War Two. Yeah, yeah, I could be wrong there. But um, it's, it's a they're trying to use cavalry against armored vehicles. Yeah, but the, 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 the point that, is I guess a Lancer that, that, is a guy on a horse with a lance. <laughs> let me tell you what it is. It's just that thing about when you look at how. The way I mean, you know, to take our political situations in Britain or America, where it seems so insurmountable sometimes, you know, to make things. Uh, I mean, it partly at the beginning of that lyric is about homelessness, you know, and it just seems that like people don't stand a chance, and that's the kind of lancers versus tanks metaphor. It's okay. not as hopeless as that, but um, yeah, it's, it's desperate. It's it's desperate. Yeah, it's horrible. It's disgusting. <laughs> Tight burgundy hair in a bubble poking out of a sleeping bag next to Poundland. It could be you. Find location, dig a hole, prepare the sump, add gravel. Attach adapters, install chain valves, channel water away from house. Said what I said when you 
said you were falling apart. The horizon is a vast expanse, continually reappearing. Despite the macro, adults laugh. Like children, squeezing kiwis in the bright and shining air. Well, I got stuck in Sasahoma with a trick full of piss, and I fell the lonely offer in a smile. To the cautious borough block of the day, and the mistletoe is time. And you're holy, there's a rope of tussin' biscuits I'm about to pull the beddies from the vine Well, I just keep it tugging But I don't think they're budging this time All the security in the ballroom that I designed Well, I don't think I'm ready for the B-side sack Silently I'm walking, so silently I'm walking, so silently I'm walking, 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 walking
show the last music for this edition. This is Howie Reeve doing Lancers vs. Tanks. Then Midwestern Medicine, which is actually uh, from uh, Portland, Maine, doing Sassahoma. And finally, Howie Reeve, July and August. Uh, a summer song since Monday's Memorial Day. We're going to start our uh, some, uh, summer marketing season. Howie, what do you got next planned? Could you say that again, sorry? What do you got next planned? Oh, crikey. Well, I'm at the start of a tour. I've played a few in Holland. Uh, I'm in Hamburg today posting out records. And then uh, I go back to Holland to record in a studio with uh, Andy Kerr from No Means No. We're doing a couple of songs. That's then right. Andy, uh, Hugh cannot be named because I'm a big No Means No fan. And the Wright brothers have <laughs> retired from the racket. and But he's there in Holland. I'm gl- That's so righteous he's going to be playing with you. Oh, he, he's he's a fantastic guy. Again, he's another one that's so humble, so talented, so generous. Yeah, yeah so we, we, we're writing two songs together. So um, you're talking and, Amsterdam. Uh, he lives in Amsterdam, and uh, where we're recording is about an hour north of Amsterdam. In a, there's a band called De Kift who are really, really beautiful for me, uh, really, really great to me. Um, so, yeah, I'm recording in their studio. Uh, just two songs. But They're you got an this. album plan, right? Uh, no, no. Well the, well, the album's out, Cracks, but no, this it's uh, that's no, not Cracks. Just... I thought you got something down the road you want to play it. Uh, just an EP or a seven inch. It's uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of the dust is still settling from Cracks, really. But um, yes, yeah, a place to play with Andy. It's just a couple of songs, you know, practicing in his house or you know, practicing into Kiff's studio in a couple of days, and then it'll be done or on the way to being done. Yeah, we're going to do a split. I'm looking to do a split record with a Japanese guitarist called Kumio Karachi, who's one of the singular most best guitarists I've ever seen. Really unique guy. Um, but yeah, what I've got planned, I'm going down to um, Hungary, Slovakia, Serbia, Macedonia, Kosovo, Bosnia, Slovenia, into Italy, to okay. Sicily. Then I go to Japan. Then there's more. I'm touring till November, Mike. Yeah, so... A lot where of can Europe. people, Howie, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, if you look up Howie Reeve Bass, all one word, on Facebook, or 
my name Harry Reeve and Bandcamp. I think that's probably the best. Um, but there's no yeah, Howie I, Reeve. I, I, there's no Howie Reeve website. No, I've not got around to that. Um, you know, down the road you should do that because it'd be like having your own fanzine, Howie. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong yeah. with putting your flyers on other people's telephone poles, but you need your own fanzine. Yeah. So, well, no rush. No rush. Just sometime down yeah. the road. Yeah, uh, today mail it, uh, writing addresses on about sixty LPs. That that felt like a job. That's what I've been doing today. So um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just touring, touring, touring. Well, you know what you should do sometime in November. Even if you don't well, get a website, get the name because howyreeve.com is pro- probably or .co.uk or whatever is probably uh, pretty unique. And don't yeah. let somebody steal that from you. <laughs> I had to pay some motherfucker all kinds of money to get my name. We, they, they call it, uh, what do they call it? Uh, there's a slang word for this, where these motherfuckers, they just buy up web names. <laughs> squat. We call it squat, you know, like squatters. Yeah. But these guys are just doing it to uh, uh, get money from you for buying your own uh-huh. fucking name. Anyway, Howie, I love your music. I love the balls you got to go out there, man alone, with your bass and sing your songs. Thank you. That, that's so inspiring. Yeah. And you don't sound like anybody else. You only sound like Howie Reeve. Thank you, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that. I'll, I'll take it, humbly. <laughs> and what yeah, do you think? With this, the, yeah. Well, the difference with these new recording ain't an album. It's going to be an EP. Or, uh, yeah. But it, uh, the, it's, it's more about collaboration? Uh, well, there's a lot of collaboration on the last album as yeah, well. Yeah, that's it's, right. You, you, you know, um, more than the one before, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I need people, you know, and... Uh, the colours they bring, you know, and the things I learn from them are just enormous. And um, live, I play with a lot of people, not in a band, but as collaborators. Like I've just been playing with a, a Catalan uh, classical. You mean like guitarist. a sideman? Not even a sideman, just a collaborator. But okay. yeah, yeah. Sometimes, like there's a band in Galicia where I give them my songs, they give me their songs, and we'll play live together. And it's it's never been recorded, but it's just really, really beautiful, you, you know, know. And um, no, yeah. I think I think music's about. Well, I found there's three ways. There's to collaborate, there's to take direction, there's give direction. Yeah, absolutely. It's probably healthy to, like, circulate them roles. Yeah, yeah, right? absolutely. Life's a stage, Mr. Shakespeare. Well, maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was Mr. Uh, uh, Earl of Oxford, uh, 17th Earl. But, uh, uh-huh. you know, different roles, because you can't learn everything being the boss, even though that's what society, oh, you want to be the boss, you want to be the boss. You won't end up learning everything I've learned. No. So it's good to play a lot of different roles. And, and touring as extensively as I do, I mean, it's not just about the music. It's about the people I see and Absolutely. the places I go. So much. The journey. Same for you. The journey, right? Yeah. yeah, it'll be my first time in the Balkans coming up in a couple of weeks. So. Uh, I dug it when yeah. I was there. I yeah. dug it. Good chow, wait. too. Yeah. Oof. Good. Summertime, summertime though, might be a little sweaty, but that's okay. <laughs> Well, I'm in Japan in August. Uh, that's sweaty, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's better than the dead of winter. Look, it's oh. been a really big honor to have you aboard, Howie. Thank you so much. Yeah, lots of safe seas for you with all this touring. Please keep yeah. that keel in the water. Uh, yeah. People, check out this album, Cracks, by Howie Reeve. It's bitchy. And listen up for the new stuff. It's been the May 21, 2019 edition of the Watt for Pedro Show. People, keep your powder dry. <laughs>